0: The Jaguars are future Future focused. This is Jaguars Post Game. Presented by Florida Home AC, JP Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Pride of the Jaguars' Fred Taylor bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC, is brought to you by Farrah & Farrah, Baptist Health, and by TIAA Bank. Now, to get things started, here's JP Shadrick.
1: And welcome in it's Jaguars post game. Jaguars win it in week 12 over the Baltimore Ravens and come from behind fashion. Jaguars 28, Ravens 27. The Jaguars are now 4 and 7 for the season. The Ravens fall to 7 and 4. Just your average eight lead change afternoon at the bank. The Jaguars were down by 9 at one point uh, in the second half, rallied back, stayed in the game, found a way at the end and survived what would have been an NFL record 67-yard field goal. (laughs) It fell just a few yards short of the crossbar, and the
2: Jaguars get it done against the Ravens, Mike. Wow, uh, so many great performances today, Um, none less so than Trevor Lawrence. So down the stretch, JP, we've been waiting for his signature game. And I've been saying, if he plays well, if he plays good, don't say he's played great because he hasn't put great games out there. He's put efficient, good games out there. Today was a great game, in my opinion, by Trevor Lawrence. 321 yards, three passing touchdowns, and most importantly, answering the call twice in the fourth quarter when you had to have it. Down a couple of scores, go down, put it on the board. Um, You know, defense gave up some plays. There's no doubt about it. But then Trevor comes right back down, no timeouts, gets the touchdown. Uh, His coach puts the ball in his hands for the two-point conversion try, and uh, fitting that Zay Jones is the one that – Caught the final meaningful pass. 11 receptions for 145 yards today, for Yeah, se. No
1: doubt. Uh, Fred Taylor is with us now down from uh, upstairs doing the in, board, in, in stadium board show today. Fred, uh, good to see you, first of all. And, uh, well, they found a way today.
3: Man, I got to catch my breath. It was a party up <laughs> yeah, there. Oh, man, they are going crazy. But uh, that's an amazing game. Man, the ball bounced their way. And I saw something somewhere uh, when they, I think we talked about in pregame about the lucky teams versus. The unlucky teams in these close games. Today they were the the lucky team. The ball bounced their way, man. But hats off to, as Mike was saying, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Just standing in there had an amazing game. And now we're starting to see the consistency from the quarterback position. You know, I, I think in a few of these games, if the defense can close them out, those few comeback uh, uh, losses. Uh, the 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 beautiful thing is the consistent play from the quarterback position. Uh, we will give you an opportunity to win.
2: Oh, he wanted them to stack them up, Fred, right? Coming out of the bye had two good performances going in, and now um, i got to check. This may be his high or second-high career passer rating. The, uh, the Charger game was a pretty high one. I don't have it right in front of me at the second. But uh, either way, Trevor Lawrence answered emphatically, and he did it without his guy, Travis Etienne, for most of the game today. Let's go to the uh, Jaguars locker
1: room, and Bucky Brooks is standing by with a special guest. Bucky?
4: Hey, guys, I'm here with Foyer. Foyer. big win, defense stepped up. Uh, just talk about the come from behind win today.
5: We had a chance to win it that early. That's what I'm seeing. You can, uh deep pass, you know, crunch time, you got to be clean, be cleaner. Uh, make them drive the field there if they're going to do it. Don't let it that big chunk. But it was a good show of resiliency. A lot of times it was down in our red zone. We kept them out the end zone. And we knew it was going to be like that. They like to hold the ball and, and try to get your eyes, you know, all sorts of places with that quarterback run. And we said it's going to be a physical game. So we came out, played physical and played resilient. Um, you know, fought all the way to the end. Ended up, got got a win. You know, we can always be cleaner. But in those type of games, going to be muddy. You got to fight to the end. Yeah,
4: what are the lessons y'all can take from that to help you going forward?
5: Crunch time, everybody just – Make sure we're clean. I ain't gonna say what exactly happened on that last play but um or last drive, but we gotta be cleaner, making sure all of our communication pre snap is right, everybody's lined up right and then play from there. I mean when we, we were lined up right and we saw what they was doing, I think we played pretty well pretty good football and we did that for a lot of the times but like I'm saying, we gotta win in the game. We went in the half there, went in the game we would have came out with the easier win. But we were fought all the way to the end, got the win, so I'm happy. Yeah, no, so one of the things that did
4: step out, stand out to me is it felt like you guys did a good job of keeping the ball in front, mm-hmm. didn't really have the big plays until the big explosive play down at mm-hmm. the end, and then in the red zone, you were able to keep make them force field goals. Right. Was that the emphasis over the bye week to try and clean up some of that stuff?
5: Clean up every – I mean, yeah, we had a good red zone um, practice where we went over a lot of our rules and exactly how we're going to play stuff, you know, not exactly what the Ravens do, what we do, and when we see stuff, how we're going to play it, and I think that was good. I think we played fast because we – you know, played a lot simpler, and had, you know, set rules on things and kept the ball in front of it and went down and tackled it.
4: Look, I would know it wasn't perfect, but it was a win, man. Go enjoy
5: it with your team. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it.
4: All right. That's Foye
1: Aluakun, The Jaguars linebacker had 18 tackles in the game today. And uh, that is a nice day at the office for the Jaguars defense. Just a few off uh, what would have been the franchise record is 23 in a game, by the way. So uh, really nice day for him. And uh, you mentioned it. Uh, right before that, Mike, it is a career best
2: passer rating for yes. the quarterback today, without Travis Etienne. Yes, they did. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, pregame, did anybody say that they're going to win this game without a significant contribution <laughs> from Travis Etienne? Now, Jamichael Hasty gave a fairly significant contribution, particularly in the passing game today. But regardless, uh, yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence had his best game when you needed it the most, coming out of the bye week. Fred, I don't know if it was self scouting or what, but uh, he was clicking today completing a high percentage of his passes, and didn't even have his number one wide receiver really involved in the game much until the second half, but Zay Jones stepped up huge. Yeah, yeah
3: Zay stepped up humongous for the team. Uh, but if you had said if the Jags were going to have 38 yards rushing today, at <laughs> an average of almost two yards a carry, no one in here would say they would have won the game. Yeah. We would have said the game wouldn't have even been close because usually in blowouts you have to throw the ball, and thus you don't get those running stats, but – Man, Trevor, wow, he just played amazing the game. I thought he made some really good decisions. Uh, the one bad play, I think, was uh, the, sacks that, uh, the, the sack fumble, but obviously it was blindside, so he wasn't able to see that. But uh, he stood in there, man, toughed it out, and made the plays that, that counted.
2: Think about it, on that second down, on that game-winning drive. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home A.C. Call Florida Home A.C. Today, official air
1: conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars over the Ravens, 28-27. Jermichael Hastie had a big hand in the game today. The running back, 12 carries, 28 yards. But in the passing game, five targets, five catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown, and he's standing by with Bucky Brooks.
4: Hey, Jermichael, today was your day. You had an opportunity to play more. The role was expanded. Just talk about your effort today. Yeah, man.
6: Yeah. Um, Honestly, I just got to give you know kudos to trail to the offensive line to the guys out wide, You know, making uh making everything easy on each other. You know what I mean. So it was a great day for us.
4: Yeah, it was a great day. You had a couple great catches. The one down the sideline in the end, like coming down, Trevor. It didn't even look like you saw the ball was up in the air, no. and it dropped it dropped right in the bread basket. Talk about that play cuz that was a huge play for the Jacks.
6: Right. Um you know we, we knew all week that we may have a you know a chance at making that play, you know, connect. So uh I, like you said, man, I looked up 16 put it right on me, man, right on me. So uh just glad we was able to execute that.
4: You know, talk about 16, you know, franchise quarterback number 1 overall pick. It finally looks like he's coming to his own. Talk about his performance today.
6: Right, man, just, just his com- competitive spirit. You know, every time he comes into the huddle, you can feel it in the way he calls the plays. You can feel it in the way he goes through the cadence. You know, um, I think so. I think it, it triggered down from him, you know, to the rest of us. So, uh, like I said, man, it was great.
4: So, for so long we've lost a bunch of one-score games, but we finally get a comeback win. How can we build from this win going forward?
6: Right, um, I think just learning from it. You know, um, seeing what we did great, seeing what we did wrong. Um, looking at it on film, evaluating it, um, you know, and just keep moving and putting our best foot forward every single week.
4: Well, look, man, we're going to look forward to you building off this one. Maybe we can get another one next week.
6: Most definitely, man. That's the plan. For it. sure. Yes, sir.
1: Sounds like a good plan to me. That's Jermichael Hasty, Jaguars running back with Bucky Brooks just outside the Jaguars locker room. Doug Peterson standing by after a Jaguars win over the Baltimore Ravens, 28-27, eight lead changes in this game. And... Uh, Apparently, as Fred as you said, it was a little wild up there after the game today, and rightly so. Yeah, right. Long time coming. It has been a long time. Well, we got to get uh, Fred's microphone on for just a moment. Uh, all right, Fred, what you got?
3: <laughs> it has been a long time coming, and that's what the fans stick around for. You know, right there, a game as close as that, and then at the very end. JP and Mike, we had to hold our breath because we know Tucker, oh, you know, oh. he, he's certainly capable. I think he's made a 68. 66. 66. I mean, in practice. game, but even in warm-ups. Oh, yeah. 68 Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus. yeah so, uh, you know, even down to the last second, man, uh, just an amazing game. And uh, I think the fan base deserves that.
2: Yeah, I honestly thought it was good when he hit it. I mean, because you could tell it was going to be between the uprights. Yeah. On the attempt. And, you know, he's got a massive lay. And, you know, thankfully it just came up short and – uh I mean, I, the decision to squib kick it, Fred, what do you feel about that? It, you know, it, it burned a few seconds, but, man, it felt like you're you're setting them up where one pass, yep. which is what they did, gave them an opportunity. All right. Uh, head coach Doug Peterson
1: is outside the Jaguars locker room with Bucky Brooks.
4: Oh, yes. Doug Peterson's right here taking all the advice in from my analyst, Doug, overall, how do you feel about the win today?
7: Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, I heard a comment there about the fan base. I think this is great for the players. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a tremendous win, team win. Offense, defense, special teams. Was it pretty? No. Was it perfect? No. Um, you know, uh, but but overall, I'm just excited for the guys. We found a way. You know, we've been talking about this all year, players making plays. And this is what I told, you know, the offensive staff there late in the game. I was like, guys, we got to think about players and not plays. And Marvin came up big. Obviously, Zay came up big. Christian had some big catches there towards the end. I mean, it was just uh, Trevor. Trevor. Um, you know, so Jamichael, it just, a uh, overall, you know, great performance by our team.
4: Yeah, great performance. You know, what I love about this post game, I hear you talk about themes and things you want to work on. The one thing that looked like, uh, definitely been worked on defensively, they played fast. It seemed like it was very simple. We didn't have many, uh, miscommunication errors. Was that an emphasis over the bye week? It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a way to kind of simplify just a little
7: bit, you know, um, maybe not have as many moving parts, you know, with substitutions and personnel and just really playing to the strengths of our players, right? Whether the D line, the linebackers and all that. And, and uh, you know, Mike did a great job with the scheme, the plan. They had a great week of preparation this week. And, and, and that, that can lead to, to victories like this. Are you going to win every game that way? No, you're not. But, but at the same time, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's an underlying theme there for us as coaches that sometimes
4: keeping it simple right um can go a long way so and think about keeping it simple it seemed like the the game was very simple for number 16 Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence had one of his best days that we've seen in a Jaguar uniform what turned on the light for him you know
7: I I, gosh I I think you go back to that Denver game in London and and I really think that interception on the goal line you know um one it bothered him and and I really think he's matured since then you know and and really understanding you know what, what we're asking of him um you know, and, and look, we trust him as a staff. I trust him as a staff. I trust him to put him in those situations all the time. We, we work on these things. And so, you know, a day like today that he's had, and really a day like he's had these last couple of games, is really a step in the right direction for Trevor, you know, for our football team. Gives him a lot of confidence. But, you know, he's thanking us for believing in him. Well, I, I think I think he's got to believe in himself first. And then we, we continue to trust him. We continue to put him in situations, you know, to be successful. And he does a great job, you know, of, of handling that, you know, and, and protecting the football and um, just a step in the right direction for him and his development. I can't let you go without asking about a two-point play. What went into the decision to go for two at that moment? You know, before the drive started, a um, couple of things. You know, uh, I asked the offensive staff on the headset, hey, you know, we should go for, we should go for two here. We should go for two, win the game. And everybody was, we all agreed, you know, made the decision that, yeah, we score, let's go for two. Um, I looked at the two-point calls that we had, and I wasn't necessarily thrilled to death <laughs> of the two-point calls that we had. Um, but as the game and that drive went on, um, you know, we had one play on our call sheet that was a it was a tight red zone play. It was a, at the plus five. It was really designed, you know, for, for Zay. And then, and then you can reset to, you know, work in the back half of the end zone and stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's... When you think players and not plays, you know, uh, and putting our guys in situations that they know they have confidence in executing the play, what a great route. Trevor made a heck of a throw. Unbelievable catch, you know, uh, in that situation. Um, And on on top of that, the players. The players, when we scored the touchdown and the touchdown was was upheld, you know, they were the ones too that came and sort of solidified my decision to go for two. They were like, "Let's go, let's go for it, and let's let's win this game." And you I know, mean, we had nothing to lose, honestly. Um, and and it was really good for us to to figure out a way to win this football game in the fashion that we did. Um, you know, I challenged the team. You know, when we came back from the bye, let's try to go on a seven and zero run. Yeah. But but you can't get to seven and zero if you don't get the first one. Yeah. And and uh, my hats off
4: to those guys in the locker room for doing that. Well, look, man, it's been a lot of close losses. Enjoy the win. Let's see if we can get another one next week.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. It's head coach Doug Peterson with Bucky Brooks outside the Jaguars locker room. Plenty more ahead. We'll come back with the highlights. More Mike Dempsey and Fred Taylor also after a Jaguars victory over the Baltimore Ravens. 28-27, the final score. What a win for the Jaguars at home today. And this is Jaguars Post Game on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back. It's Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. And PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jaguars, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. Jaguars 28, Ravens 27. More from Fred and Mike coming up. Let's get to the highlights from today's game. Called by Frank Frangi on the Jaguars radio network. Well, the Ravens got the early lead with... A field goal from Justin Tucker of 27 yards. The Jags red zone defense held up 3-0 Ravens. Well, their next possession, they got in the red zone again and stalled out. Tucker hit a 29-yard field goal. Ravens led 6-0. Jaguars on offense, and meanwhile, uh, went for it on 4th and 1 at the 50. Their first possession didn't get it. Went 3 and out, had some issues. And the next drive... They got a stop on fourth and one. Actually, a takeaway officially. Lamar Jackson fumbled on a sneak. Devon Hamilton recovered it. The Jaguars were set up at the 50-yard line, and just a few plays later, well, Trevor Lawrence found a running back for a score.
0: Trevor drops the throw. Looks. Fires downfield. That's Hasty along the right sideline. The ball Hasty into the end zone. Touchdown. Jamichael Hasty. Touchdown. Jaguars from 28 yards out extra
1: point good seven to six Jaguars at that point next possession for the Ravens Tucker hits from 55 yards away and gave the Ravens the lead at nine to seven the Jaguars counter though with a 12 play 71 yard drive in just under five minutes Riley Patterson from 22 yards gave the Jaguars a 10-9 lead going into halftime So coming out of the halftime locker room, Jaguars had the football. Did nothing with it, though. They go three and out. The Ravens get a 40-yard pass to the tight end Oliver on the next drive. And then Tucker again settles for a 24-yard field goal. The Jags' red zone defense played big today. That put Baltimore ahead 12-10 after a -a five-and-a-half-minute drive. Jaguars three and out again. Ravens had to punt. Jaguars back on offense. They had a third and five and there was a false start, so it made it third and nine. And then Trevor Lawrence, trying to get out of trouble, creates some more.
0: Dropping the throws, Trevor. Looking, looking. Steps up. Wants a run. He gets hit from behind. The ball comes out. He was hit from behind, and he has fumbled the ball. And the Baltimore Ravens have recovered it. Trevor was hit from behind, trying to run it. The ball came out, and the Ravens have recovered Marcus Peters and they have it at the 25 yard line of Jacksonville.
1: And the Ravens would cash it in. They thought Lamar Jackson touchdown run was overturned. And just a couple of plays later, Gus Edwards in from a yard away. So 19 to 10, the Ravens in command by two possessions at that point, a nine point lead. Jaguars go back on offense though and get down the field. Kirk had a nice uh, couple of catches on that drive and the Jaguars end up cashing it in and it's Jamal Agnew with a score.
0: Trevor drops, fires right side. Jamal Agnew into the end zone, touchdown. A one yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence to Jamal Agnew.
1: Extra point good, Jaguars back within two, 19-17 at that point. And then back on offense for the Ravens. And you just heard from Andrew Winger, a huge play to knock the ball
0: free. They run it, that's an off tackle play. That ball's fumbled, the ball is fumbled, and Jacksonville has it. Tyson Campbell fell on top of it at the 16-yard line.
1: Andrew Winger forced it, Campbell recovered it, set up a short field for the Jags, but they could only move five yards on four plays. Riley Patterson on that fourth play hit the field goal of 29 yards and gave the Jaguars the lead again at 20-19. The Ravens back on offense, and Deshaun Jackson got free down the field, 62 yards on a second and 20 play. And, of course, there will be some conversation about that play, I'm sure, as the week goes along. They end up cashing it in just a few plays later to regain the lead again for the Ravens.
0: Play fake. They want to throw it. They fire it wide open as Josh Oliver. He is into the end zone. They were in an eye formation. They ran a play fake. And they threw it to Josh Oliver for the touchdown.
1: 12-yard score, the two-point try good, so the Ravens up 27-20. Jaguars down by a touchdown with the football. They march down the field, 10 plays, 75 yards. And this is a fantastic throw from Trevor.
0: Trevor drops, fires toward the right corner of the end zone. That ball is caught, caught, caught for the touchdown in the right corner of the end zone. How good is that? Touchdown, Jacksonville, Marvin Jones, Jr.
1: His ankle was down. It, uh, right foot tapped twice, but the ankle rolled over. They reviewed it. It is a touchdown. The two point try though, to take the lead with only seconds to play. Doug Peterson rolling the
0: dice. Shotgun for Trevor. He drops, he looks, fires left side of almost, caught! Good! Good! Zay Jones catches it! The two-point conversion is good! Jacksonville has taken the lead! How good is that?
1: It's pretty good. Uh, Jaguars led 28-27, and then the squib kick returned. Pretty decent setup spot for Baltimore. They only needed about 15 yards to get into realistic field position. They got about 10 yards on the next play, and it set up a 67-yard field goal attempt. For Tucker, it would have been an NFL record long.
0: Tucker. Puts a foot to it. The 67-yard right. right. field goal is no good. No good. The Jaguars.
1: Jaguars game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor after a Jaguars win over the Ravens. 28-27, come from behind fashion a few times in this game. Eight lead changes throughout. What a day uh, in the fourth quarter, especially for the Jags today to get it done. And They were trailing 19-10 early in the fourth, and they cut it to 19-17, took the lead on a Patterson field goal, and then the Ravens regained the lead by a touchdown. They got a touchdown and a two-point conversion to make it a seven-point game. The Jaguars got a touchdown and a two-point conversion to take the lead for good with about 14 seconds to play and uh, held off a 67-yard field goal try from Tucker that fell just a few yards short of the crossbar. Jaguars win it to improve to 4-7. and seven. Time now for the Jaguars Radio Network player of the game voting. I get a vote, Mike gets a vote, Fred gets a vote, and a half to break any ties. There are a few candidates today. But there's not many stronger than Trevor Lawrence. Career best passer rating, efficient all day. Twenty nine to thirty seven, three twenty one, three touchdowns. The game winner, uh, or the game, what could have been the game higher if they go for the extra point. But it ended up being the game winning score on the two point throw as
2: well. So, uh, great day for the quarterback. That's my vote. Yeah, I, I think we're all voting that way. We talked about it on the break right. a little bit. Some <clears throat> other guys that need to be recognized: Zay Jones was absurd today 11 for 145 and he catches the two-point conversion on a lot of days Zay jones is going to be our player of the game and foyer Lewican with 18 tackles 13 solos two behind the line of scrimmage on a day you know that the linebackers are going to have to make a lot of plays i thought it was outstanding uh in that department so i mean look but trevor fred in the end it's not just the numbers the numbers are great and they're Mm -hmm. clean right there's no interceptions he did have the fumble That he lost, he had the two fumbles actually, but uh, it's the moments, it's the fourth quarter moments, it's the throws he made. We're talking like we haven't even mentioned the throw to Agnew, right? Right, that touchdown to Agnew was a beautiful throw. Uh, So and he and he had to have it. You put the ball in his hands with no timeouts, but you had plenty of time. This is the NFL, man. That's all day long. And he went bang, 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 bang down the field. Had a fourth down on the drive. Didn't freak out. Didn't panic. Mm -hmm. Right, They, they lose the fumble, game's over, but they recover it, so it's second and 21, I think, and they hit Kirk, you know, didn't try to get it all in one bite, and I thought Jeff Logman made a good point pointing that out in the uh, the post game as well, so, I mean, a lot of superlatives coming Trevor's way today.
3: Now, no doubt Trevor big time, obviously, my vote goes that way as well, just want to say, I, this is probably the most accurate passing I've seen Trevor display since he's been here. He put the ball where only those guys can catch. You mentioned uh, uh, the Agnew catch there, a uh, throw and catch, which I thought was a great ball. Even a two-point conversion out in front of the, uh, Zay led him to uh, where he could only uh, catch that. So, big shout-out to Trevor, man, his fourth career comeback. I think we'll see plenty more of those from him.
1: Let's hope so. Well, let's hope they blow people out and don't have to come back from behind in games. Well, yeah, that will be the better yeah, way to so. go about it. But uh, if, it, if it has to come down to that – It's good to have that in your back pocket for sure. Jaguars get it done today, and the Jaguars radio network player of the game is quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Final line today, 29 of 37 passing, 321 through the air, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 129.8 rating, a career high for him. And if you're looking for the MVP of the truck game, then look no further than Ford F-150, loaded with impressive capabilities and designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between. This truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Baptist Health Injury Report. When we return, all eyes on the running back position. And this is Jaguars Post Game on Jaguars Radio. This Jaguars post-game presented by Florida Home A.C. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor after a Jaguars win over the Ravens. 28-27 the final score. In time for the Baptist Health Injury Report. Baptist Health changing health care for good. All eyes on the running back position. Travis Etienne Jr. was out of the game. Actually was questionable to return but did not return to the field with a foot injury. The same foot that he injured in preseason of last year. Doug Peterson after the game to the media said that they're uh, just waiting on some more information, wanted to play it safe with him, and that uh, Travis wanted to go back in, but he held him out more as uh, as a precaution more than anything. So that's at least a good tone from the head coach about what could be the issue with Travis.
3: Yeah, man, I get it. <clears throat> I understand also that that's usually the right thing to say as they further evaluate. You don't want to jump to any conclusions. Uh, considering he missed his entire rookie year uh, with a foot injury. Uh, I think, though, that in a game as close as this one, if you really needed him and if he could have gone, he should have played. But Hasty, you know, he was making a good show today, so maybe that allowed them to uh, not rush and make a decision and was able to hold him out a bit longer.
2: Wish they'd use uh, ETN in the passing game the way they use Hasty. Like, you know, right. he w- he was such a nice outlet today. What he catch five or six balls yep. and uh, you know put that in Etn's hands. He's more explosive. But look, yeah. again, Fred, you said it. Earlier, if you'd said all these different things, including Etn, there is going to be out. They're going to run for thirty-eight yards. Somebody's thinking they're going to win this football game. But of the, not. the the quarterback. It's a quarterback league, and we might just have a quarterback in Duval,
3: a franchise quarterback,
1: exactly. All right, I like yeah. that. There you have it, the injury report. We're back in a moment with our final thoughts, a preview of next week's game against the Detroit Lions. The Jaguars game day radio broadcast is brought to you by Five Star Credit Union. Do good, bank better. And it's Jaguars post game on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today. Official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, JP Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Fred Taylor. And the Jaguars get it done today over the Baltimore, Reagan, uh, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. Excuse me. All right. Uh, so, the 50 50 raffle today, Fred. Um, was a a big number today total jackpot thirty eight thousand five hundred forty two dollars the prize for the winner half of that nineteen thousand two hundred seventy one dollars for the jaguars foundation fifty-fifty raffle the ticket number two five seven three zero one four one three four and of course uh, each thursday before a sunday home game the raffle will begin available at jaguars5050.com jaguars5050.com you can buy tickets there and of course uh, in the stadium on game day as well. Good luck. Congratulations. All right, the uh, Jaguars win. The Titans lose today. The Bengals over the Titans 20-16. to So Tennessee first-place team in the division now 7-4. and four. The uh, Jaguars, of course, got the win. That's good. You know, you're moving up a little bit and now six games to go. This week the Jaguars head to Detroit to face all of a sudden a, a pretty decent Lions team. They had a few wins in a row before – Going toe to toe on Thanksgiving with the Bills and falling just short, of course. What do you think about the Lions, Fred?
3: You know, we spent some time up there in a uh, training camp when we were doing the uh, the Pivot uh, uh, Training Camp tour, just visiting uh, with the head coach uh, Dan and uh, Brunel. You know, Aaron Glenn. I think they got the most former players on their coaching staff up there <laughs> in the entire NFL. But it's a, a fiery group, man. You know, they, they're passionate and it trickles down to the players. I think they play extremely hard. Uh, and, and it's not much letdown with that group. They have a really solid running game. Uh, Jared Goff, he's playing pretty well. Uh, I think uh, last week, uh, the receiver that was here, uh, I can't think of his name DJ right Chark. Now. DJ. DJ, you know, he's off injury, he's trying to show up. So it's going to be a dogfight like it is each and every week. Jacksonville just has to go out there and play as, as hard as they play today and try to find a way to finish it out.
2: DJ can get one like Josh Oliver as long as the Jacks get dubbed. I'm good with that. Final <laughs> day. I don't care what he gets. I do think – you know, you wonder what the impact – I know they're, they're saying we're competitive every, every week. We believe we can run the table, all these things. But if you lose this one today – you know, you're, you're three yeah. and eight. You go up to Detroit. It's a long trip, and and you wonder what the psyche of the team is going to be. Maybe it's still good and resilient, but now and like, they may have believed it anyway. But I think a lot of Duval now is going to have that belief going up there. That look, I mean, you should be able to beat the Lions uh, if you're a decent team. But the Lions are playing better football. I don't think it'll be a cakewalk. But I think uh, a lot more people are going to be picking them to win back-to-back games than would have. Uh, picking them to beat Detroit if they had dropped this one. Busy, busy second half, certainly in the fourth quarter
1: for the Jaguars today. They get it done, back and forth game, eight lead changes. Jaguars win at 28-27 over the Baltimore Ravens. And, uh, Fred, have a great week. We'll Appreciate talk to you, you as we move along here and get ready for the Lions next week.
3: I'll be ready, me and my tuk-tuk. You're, what? It's tuk Tuck. Oh, somebody spent some time overseas <laughs> recently. <laughs> huh crazy unbelievable crazy that little thing will get you in trouble
1: yeah uh we'll stay away from that uh fred (laughs) have a great week we'll close with that have fun appreciate you boss fred taylor pride (laughs) of the jaguars (laughs) this is mike dempsey i'm jp shadrick linda fortunato on the audio hey we're back in a moment for those on our flagship station 1010 xl in jacksonville stick around the scoreboard show is next with bucky brooks and your calls pp of production patrick cavanaugh executive producer dave DeCandis. Joe Fortunato, Linda Fortunato, Tony Smith, our producers. Brent Reber, Trempadilla, Gabby Dalton, David Cho produce our video. For Fred Taylor, Mike Dempsey, Bucky Brooks, and our entire crew, I'm J.P. Shadrick saying good night. Final score, Jaguars 28, Ravens 27 on the Jaguars radio network.